Good morning, good day, good evening, from wherever you are around the world or whatever time you are. Um, so thank you for joining the Bodai 2020 with HD, which HD is me, Holly. So today I wanted to talk about a book that I've been reading, which is Living Buddha, Living Christ. And it's by Tinijina, and he is a Buddhist monk, and he's been practicing for many, many years um, the traditions of Buddhism. And this book looks at um, the parallels between the between Buddha and Christ, and the different traditional beliefs or backgrounds. Um, with any of my reads. I uh, take my time with my reads. I do not breeze through them, even though they are quite intriguing and interesting. When it comes to spiritual reads, I encourage you to take your time reading them and going over the material within that book. Um, You know, I all too many times um, I want to read super, super fast through it and I have to slow myself down and say no if I really want to take in the seeds or and bear fruit from this book or this read or this spiritual uh, text or or inspirational video or whatever it may be I take it one step at a time I've noticed um, you know when I do that it becomes more meaningful and meaningful meaningful in in your life in general will deepen those roots and those roots can be good roots they can be bad roots they can be roots of anxiety and worry and upset or they can be roots of happiness faith and belief you know it's all in your roots and what you water and what you take in on a daily basis so when I plant little seeds um, that were given to me as little nuggets, I like to call them from heaven above, I will go ahead and just be with that read um, and not read the whole book or anything like that. Uh, Living Buddha, Living Christ, I, I love how this book breaks it apart. Um, if you're an audiobook person, then go ahead and check out the audiobook. It's only two hours long, but I highly recommend that you only do about 15 minutes of that a day and just really allow those words to resonate and dance within your being. Um, that is what I've done uh, with the audiobook, and now I have the actual book book, and it's like I'm hearing this material for the first time all over again, which is very much so enjoyable. So I like how he breaks it up in his book um, into little sections, and um, the section I'm reading today is on page 22, and it says our true home. So that's what I wanted to talk about today is our true home. And what it means to be in our true home. You know, we're all born and we're born into our own um, obstacles, whether it's family obstacles um, that come with education or social status or financial status, uh, just to name a few, or emotional intellect and resilience, right? Um, Sometimes that can affect our well being and upbringing. What I love about children and I love about being a mom is my children have taught me that pure state of mind and heart and everything that they see they approach with a pure heart 
and I actually will look at my daughter who's 14 and my son who is eight and I'm even starting to see how society has started to formulate or my daughter has who's 14 has taken ideologies from society and starting to starting to make up her being of who she is and my son on the other hand he is eight so he's a little bit more pure still um and um I just love when when they innocently don't understand a topic or subject or they innocently approach a, um, a uh, uh, say, a topic or a subject um, in an unbiased way. Um, and I really look up to that and appreciate that because that teaches me to approach and be with Uh, an individual or, um, you know, a subject or a scenario, an event or whatever with a pure state of being in an unbiased way. Children aren't taught. They're taught. They are taught through their events and experiences, but they are born to life, to this world and have no biases. Just think about that for a moment. Think about if you did not have any biases or judgments, how much the world would be in front of your eyes and how much more you would see pain and suffering um, and not see through the lenses of of being biased, the rose-colored glasses, I like to call them. So in the book, I'll get back to the book, is Our True Home is the title of the one section. And Our True Home is a a place where those unbiases don't lie. They're not there. Your heart is of pure love and in nature. And have you ever been to a church service or a sermon or a weekend retreat, a spiritual retreat, or even just simply just getting away from the home and just being on a camping trip really can, um, it can really hit the reset button, your spiritual reset button and give you a refreshing state of mind, right? And that refreshing state of mind, believe it or not, with practice can be established in times of stress and times of need and also on your day every day to day um, walks of life and one way that you can practice that is through mindfulness meditation practices Um, mindfulness brings us to our core of who we are Um, which is that that light that burns within us that is holy that is sacred that God has planted within our being for us to water I love when um, um, I I, I really appreciate other traditions when when they do this but um, in Hinduism they'll say namaste right and namaste is basically when you say that to another person you are bowing to that person's higher place of love and light and that person is saying it back to you and they are bowing to that higher place of love and light and compassion and that's where we all should come from 
but sometimes it lays dormant it lays dim or the lights not nice and bright you know um so we gotta reset that button we need to ignite that light within us that god has given us to cultivate love and compassion and one way to do that is through mindfulness um he talks about in this section um our true home our true nature when i was a child i was born and raised roman catholic so and also went to a roman catholic um church um and and school for the first um pre-k through eighth um so my strong i have strong foundational roots in the roman catholic traditions um, which has really set my spiritual being of, of being and having a good foundation to morals, ethics, values, right? But one thing that I always found fascinating was the church bells. The church bells would go off and it would always grab my attention no matter what we were doing. Um, say like, you know, if I was around at home, I would hear the church bells as a child and it would pause me. It would stop me from playing or in the classroom, right? Where, because our, our school was right on the church ground. So the bell would ring. And if the bell would ring during like noon or, or 8am or whatever it may be, whatever curriculum was going on in the classroom, I would always get sidetracked and listen to the bells and always fascinated by it. And then growing up and stuff like that, I would be fascinated by bells. Like I would be driving by a church and hear the church bells and stuff and just really listen with a content ear. Which brings me to my next point. Many traditions, many religious traditions, such as over in, in Eastern traditions, they will ring bells. And what do they do? They stop and they pray what they're doing as a community, as a whole. What a beautiful way. And what a beautiful way of coming together and just being with each other underneath the unity of of god's love no matter where those church bells are ringing from you know it doesn't have to be that 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 roman catholic church or you know um episcopal church or uh, the lutheran church or whoever it may be that may be ringing or the jewish orthodox churches out there um, i'm not sure if they ring bells but you know what beautiful way to come together and unite for humanity as a whole when you hear the church bells to stop pray and just listen and just be with god's presence and love to hit that reset button to keep going forward um so it brings to me and it brings you to our true home our true nature which is of love and and of light and that's what that section talks about um, on page like i said page uh, 22 in living Christ, living Buddha, living Christ. Um, and I just want to go over real quick. It, the practice of mindfulness brings us joy. It brings us peace. It brings us happiness. It brings us to our pure state of consciousness, awareness, and, and showing us that we're all united in humanity. So when you hear those church bells going off next time, 
go ahead, just pause for a moment, listen to the bells ring, and be in that present moment with others that are around you within that community, um, and just take a breath and be a moment in the moment of being um, to live in that present moment. And I like this one part where he goes, um, once we learn to touch this peace, we will be healed and we will be transformed. And then he goes on to say, when mindfulness is in you, the Holy Spirit is in you. Your friends will see it, not just by what you say, but through your whole being. So my challenge for you that follow me is to... When you hear those church bells going off, be in that moment, that present moment, because that present moment is what connects us to the divine love that God has been graciously allowed us to have access to. And also it will unite us because other people around you will be doing the same thing, even if they do know that or don't know that. So I think that's all for today, guys. Stay well, stay blessed. Namaste.